2: Go to Bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's Bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Legends Only. My name is T. Kyle. And I'm Bradley. And this is your weekly pop culture podcast where we talk about Legends Only. You you are Beyonce. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Good morning, Rita Ora. She's back. Oh, yeah. It is. No one listening (laughs) will know this, but we are recording before the hour of 10 a.m.
1: today. Unheard of. Never done before. This is Beyonce's fault. This is Beyonce's fault. Blame (laughs) her. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. It's true. It's the first ever low sunrise series. (laughs) Seven in the morning. Seven in the morning. (laughs) It's fine. You won't
2: break my soul, if you will.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Break my sleep cycle, though. Oh. Mm -hmm. She's breaking a lot of things. Yeah. Dishes. Oh, bop. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about that for an hour. Let's talk about breaking dishes (laughs) up in here.
0: Bop. (laughs) Bop,
1: bop, 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 bop. Truly, the only girl who has not poked her head out during Pride, actually, in the world, in the world, she's still missing. Yeah, I mean, she just had the baby. So is the album. Yeah, but I thought she would hit upload when the baby came out, but <laughs> <laughs> guess not. <laughs> export. Uh, yeah. <laughs> export.
2: export. Yeah, export. Bobby died. Wave. Yeah.
1: Anyway, it's a very special bay Bay Bayified episode, Mm -hmm. because this is our renaissance. Yeah, it is. Yeah. She's starting. She is starting. She's starting quickly, with advance warning for once. Yeah, she's changing it up. She's switching up. First time, I want to say, since 2011, with four, because... 2013 was self-titled. That changed the game with the digital drop. Iconic. 2016 Lemonade also. I think Lion King might have had some dates around it, The Gift, but I, I chalked that up to Disney. I don't really feel like that's like... I forgot about that. Beyonce. And the-, the Carter's album was also a surprise, I believe. I'm pretty sure. Like They announced it, I want to say, during the concert or something. There was a surprise element to that. This was like, it's coming in July... There's a single, it's like, what is this, a throwback? Mm-hmm. And it also, true to 2011, it leaked. It did. A few hours early.
2: Which makes me wonder, do we think that's why there is a slow rollout? Someone in the orbit is leaking. Maybe.
1: Who do we think it is? Jay-Z? Is he bitter? Read Drake, Drake, to be honest. Mm-hmm. 500,000 retweets and I'll leak Renaissance. <laughs> <laughs> i love the theory that drake who also has a house influenced body of work changed his album title to honestly whatever he did no i mean that's the name of it oh <laughs> oh wait no wait i thought it was wait, honestly wait, wait. never mind honestly never mind oh yeah i don't know why i just said honestly whatever well never mind honestly wrong, never yeah. mind because he probably was like you know what honestly <laughs> never mind <laughs> yeah like, let's get this out before she does this Yeah, it's been a house-influenced era already for the heavy hitters so far. We're just starting, but we'll get into that. So why don't we talk about uh, the first things that came out of the Renaissance announcement. Oh, the Renaissance era. The Renaissance era? Well, first of all, Act 1, Renaissance. Mm. What do we think that means? That there's a two (laughs) and maybe a three and then a finale. Oh, maybe. I mean, four. V I oh, no.
2: X B yeah. x v Yes. I V. Mm-hmm. <gasps> blue. Blue. Blue, blue I V.
1: That's a concept. We'll She's see you in it. part four.
2: <laughs> see you in court, Parkwood Entertainment. <laughs>
1: Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, so Act One Renaissance. I mean, my hopes and dreams are that it is sort of a Robin body talk situation where we're getting chunks through the year uh, and then leading up to a full body of work. I think that would be fun. This one already has, uh, did we confirm, 16 tracks? Mm-hmm. So there's speculation that it's going to be like four, 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 four. Oh, four. Mm-hmm. She loves a Four. Uh, but this was track six, Break My Soul is what came first. Before this came out, she did a little photo shoot. Yeah, she blacked out her socials. She did. Removed her profile pick. Somebody took the viral Beyonce blacked out her socials. Uh huh. It was Yolanda. Yolanda Fister.
2: Shout out to Yolanda Fister. She's at it
1: again and said Countess Luanne has blacked out her socials ahead of new music. I
2: think Yolanda Fister is now off private. Okay, On Twitter. Yeah. Because I think the girls were coming at her with the copyright oh. strikes oh. with the memes. The R I A. The R I C's and the A's and the yeah. in courts. And the, the you can't make nobody's doing Taz management,
1: Parkwood management. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So if you're wondering why I don't make remixes and memes on Twitter anymore, it's because I've had enough suspensions.
1: I'm right.
2: I haven't been deleted yet.
1: Right. No, it's actually true, though. And there's going to be a whole lot of takedowns after this, you know. Every time everyone gets excited about a major mm-hmm. <laughs> release, they're going to do all these memes and then they're going to get clocked. Yep. Nope. I'm not um, suspended. I'm not messing with that hive. No, not the uh, the takedown hive. Nope. No. Well, but anywho,
2: <laughs> shall we kick off this episode with a little segment that we like to call high fashion? <laughs> So Guys, this is awesome. This is a billboard. This is super high fashion. Oh my god, that's so high fashion. So high fashion. Beyonce kicked off this renaissance with British Vogue. She did strike a pose. Strike a pose. There's nothing to it.
1: Anna Wintour is shaking her little bob. She is rattled. She needs to get it together because <laughs> British Vogue is outselling, out charting, out acclaiming mm-hmm. left and right. These photo shoots are just so superior do something, Anna. Well, we get a cover story called Be Ready, Beyonce's Poised for Her Next Evolution. Wow, I see what they did there. Yeah, by the editor-in-chief himself, Edward Enful, And we get a photo shoot that had everybody raising their eyebrows because it wasn't just high fashion, which it certainly is, but it seemed like she was dropping some hints. We got I think my favorite of all... Well, actually, no, there's a few favorites. The sitting on a white horse, which could recall Bianca Jagger riding the white horse at Studio 54. Oh. We got... I thought she was referencing Radar Horse. Well, it could be that. Mm-hmm. It, very inspired. Very inspired. Yep. <laughs> uh, we have this sort of uh, sequined gold look. We have the... My actual favorite... The sitting on the giant fucking disco ball mm-hmm, with the that's giant my too. like baby pink pumps, boots, put a disco ball into something. I'm paying attention. And then, of course, we have the riding on a motorcycle, which did cause a bit of a, a, a kerfuffle with the little monster community. Yeah. Who they should just be busy at the hangar with the planes <laughs> working on. The mechanics of their fighter jets because right now i'm sorry but you are you're in a straight era you are holding our hands yeah the top gun era really (laughs) just flew in and during pride yeah but she's still saluting and doing you know that so you worry about that right now (laughs) you've got something else on your hands and you should be holding them (laughs) yeah so we did get a little bored this way uh motorcycle but For the most part, not that you should always take these as like signs of what's to come, but like the visuals for the Vogue shoot, were giving disco. And then even more exciting, we got our first official taste of the new music through his description, which is also unique to this campaign. Like once again, we're getting teases ahead of time, which is shocking. But still elusive. Still elusive. But the teaser said, instantly a wall of sound hits me. Soaring vocals and fierce beats combine. In a split second, I'm transported back to the clubs of my youth. I want to get up and start throwing moves. It's music I love to my core. Music that makes you rise, that turns your head, that turns your mind to cultures and subcultures, to our people past and present. Music that will unite so many on the dance floor. Music that touches your soul. As ever with Beyonce, it's all about the intent. I sit back after the wave, absorbing it all.
2: So, do you guys love clubbing? Are you dancers?
1: What he meant to write? <laughs> there are at least five keywords in this that are like. I'm sorry, what? Fierce beats, clubs, disco, dance floor, dance dance floor. So everybody did panic. Also, uh, they brought out their calculators. They because Edward is 50, 50 years old. So clubs of my youth. We were like, okay, well, how old was he when he was in his late you know, teens, early 20s, and that would place us in the late 80s, early 90s. And lo and behold, Break My Soul comes, and she's right on the money. That Mm -hmm. is exactly the sweet spot of where this is. So yeah, what happened when we found out about Break My Soul? We got it through a bio switch on Instagram and Twitter. She just said, track six. Midnight. Midnight. See you there. Panic. Panic. Panic in the industry. And at... About 9 or 10 p.m., I would say, the little shits booted up their Kazaa. They booted up their cloud flare. And she... AOL music. First listen. (laughs) Yeah. There were Google Doc links. There were Discord links. Not NARS, because we're classy. But there were... Um. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and she uh, started to disperse on the internet, smartly, because... There's not a second to lose. They at least hit upload on title, mm-hmm. which I think you could do instantly, whereas the other DSPs had to roll out at midnight. But they did that real quick. And then they did um, the lyric video came a few hours early. They said, you won't break my soul. You won't break my charts. It's also funny <laughs> because we were just talking about lyric videos
2: Oh yeah! Recently, everybody we like, like, oh, does so dated yeah. <laughs> like that was such a trend yeah. back in the day, and then yeah. all of a sudden it's like I'm bopping uh-huh. to break my soul on YouTube on
1: repeat. Lyric video. This is all very 2011 throwback. It's mm-hmm. funny, but it's smart though. It is, and I mean, I cannot wait to see what she does with the music video, but we'll see. And then finally, by midnight, we got the incredibly fierce cover art, high fashion, which she has since changed again. She has. She
2: flipped it. You Do mean you see that? at first it was just the text? No, the image was then flipped. The image. Oh, yeah. She
1: flipped it on her Instagram. She literally I- just Instagram. flipped it.
2: Yeah. But she posted the other one, too, and then she re-flipped
1: it. Unless wow. I'm delusional, but I swear that I've happened. Seen, I've seen it flipped on her yeah. Instagram, and I was confused. But you know what? I like both versions, wherever mm-hmm. she's standing. Uh, we love a long glove moment. I think it's a, a great cover. I wish it hit the streaming because it was just the text. That hit streaming, and I'm checking now to see if they've changed it at all. They did change it on Spotify now, so now it is the the glove window look, which is pure late '80s, early '90s dance vibes already. Very excited. I hope that's a look from the video. But yeah, so break my soul is here. Bop, <laughs> bop, 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 bop. So what do we think? The girls went electronic. Yeah, I don't want to say that anyone at Parkwood Entertainment is listening to the pod, but clearly, clearly, there's no other option. There's no other excuse or reason.
2: Yeah, I got a couple DMs that were like, oh my God, you were right. And I'm like, no, actually, I feel like if I say it enough, at some point, (laughs) someone is going to go electronic.
1: It's actually because we're uh, entering a recession. Oh, (laughs) There's all these interesting recessions. Uh huh. Oh, that's a chic though. Sana- yeah, Renaissance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, there are all these interesting thing pieces popping up already about how during the 2008 recession we had Gaga come with Just Dance, and we had Black Eyed Peas, and we had a lot of party club pop really pop up, and so they're wondering between Drake and Beyonce if this is like another resurgence of that. Like we're dancing and we have no money. It's an interesting... Maybe so. Interesting perspective. To be fair, we're also quitting our jobs, so that's not going to help with the money. Yeah, She she's told us to.
2: Basically calling for a general strike. She is.
1: Yeah. Points were made. Yeah. So Break My Soul, musically, is a, I will say, homage or inspired by most specifically... The duo behind Robin S's "Show Me Love" are credited in the songwriting directly, but also I hear a little black box. I hear basically the genre, the the sound of the period in general, but certainly "Show Me Love" is there, which obviously is one of the most legendary house songs of that time period. Because we were wondering if she was going to go disco, like seventies, or you know club culture around the 90s so it sounds like we're we're right in the late 80s early 90s right now might change she might be doing dance from all different types genres but for now that's where we are which i tweeted about it but i my dream would be for her to just fully do pulse platinum the cd compilation this was a good instagram story (laughs) from you a concept i that album bops it bops completely. The track list is a dream. And I do think it might have all of the sort of sonic references that she would be looking at if she's going to do a record like this. Because I think it's kind of exactly sonically where, where she was heading. At least with something like this. I love it. Yes, it's got, it's like, I do you remember these commercials? Of course I do. <laughs> It's There's so playlists
2: on Spotify, too,
1: of oh, that's this true. CD. That is true. Yeah, because people were asking if they could actually listen to the CD. I'm like, of course. There's um, this one and also the one, the moods, Pure Moods or something. Oh, yeah, Pure
2: Moods was everywhere. You used but, to go to the store yeah. and the CD rack would be with the buttons. Yeah. Do you remember? That's how we used to get our new music back in the day, kids. That's you had right. to go up to the rack and preview the songs
1: by hitting buttons. That's right. Or you'd hear one of these commercials at three in the morning when you woke mm-hmm. up and you were like, I... I want to get this, Amber. This is your night. For three low payments of
2: $14.99,
1: you can shake your tits.
2: (laughs) 1 800, shake your tits.
1: The (laughs) lowdown. Yes, it's got Real McCoy, Robin S., Crystal Water, Cece Peniston. Uh, More on her in a second, actually. Bizarre Inc., Hadaway, like uh, a sweet spot, a cherished moment in time. So, yeah, we've got. Got a Robin S. Our second Robin S. referencing song of the year. Charlie XCX did used to know me. Robin S., as she should, is collecting checks. Deserved. Uh, Yes. Absolutely. We will be discussing
2: Charlie XCX in a little bit. (laughs) We will be for different reasons.
1: Stay tuned. Yes. Yeah. This was a co write with none other than The Dream. And Tricky, Christopher Tricky Stewart, as well as we've got Big Frida on the track, which is now her second collaboration after Formation. Beyonce loves Big Frida. Mm -hmm. I really enjoy the song. And if anything, this has made me extremely excited for this era. I am ready for this era. I'm also enjoying the meaty four minute, 30 second track time. Going up against Spotify's streaming culture. This is not a TikTok song. This is, oh, well, it probably will it be. It will be. Yeah. But- <laughs> yeah. Not made for the TikTok. One of the things I love most about this song is that Beyonce has decided to, um, you know, she's done some acting in her day. And this time around, she is pretending to be a nine-to-five worker. She is. She said, oh, this job's working me so damn hard. (laughs) (laughs) Get in at nine, out by five. Can't sleep because they're working me so hard. (laughs) I don't think she knows that we don't even go in at nine anymore. It's like 7 a.m. and you're there till eight. (laughs) Three jobs now. Three jobs. Side hustle to pay the bills. But we've got to love it. You know, let her have her fun. Let her cosplay as the regular american this is clearly a song for us the locals mm-hmm. it's very much like oh, i want to get my hair down and go out on the town my job's working me too hard this is not something beyonce relates to no she could do whatever she wants she doesn't need to she doesn't have a nine to five it's fun to dream it's fun to think about yeah it's an anthem for uh it's a self-empowerment anthem it is It's a summer anthem. It is a summer anthem. Something fun. Something for the summertime. Something for the girls to dance to. I also would like to say I do love Beyonce from the beginning. I'm not um, crazy hive. Crazy in love. Hive in that, like, you know, stand -um, stand culture in general, whatever. But I do get a certain thrill out of seeing people seethe about her online. Like, people get so... Oh, she's overrated. Oh, she blah blah blah. Or oh, who what song she's stealing from now? Like, there's a certain annoying backlash to her that I sort of like enjoy watching people seethe about because she's so good. And I so I it's actually laughable. wondered if you. I feel like it's similar to you and Serena because oh, I and they're, to get me started. Obviously, she just they're came back. Yes. And it's sort of like when you're the goat, when you're like truly peerless and and just sort of like one of the once-in-a-lifetime talents, people are mad about everything you Mm do. And I kind of enjoy it. Same. I'm I'm kind of like, wow, you're so mad right now. The people who are like, wow,
2: Serena's not moving at all on the court. Yeah, yeah. Because she just came back the other day playing doubles. And I'm like, what are you doing, (laughs) sir?
1: Right. I don't know. I get a certain pleasure out of it because I'm like, oh, you're bothered. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I really like the song and so I find it funny that people have to dig in and get so mad about it because they don't like her. Um, They don't like the praise she gets. You know, they don't like her position in in pop world. I don't know. It's kind of funny to me. I'm like, oh, you're bothered. Yeah, like very bothered. Uh, Yes. Yeah. I think the conversation that it's also generated about house music is, is cool and necessary and there's a lot of discussion about like the roots and obviously like who, there are some albums that came out recently that are also early 90s inspired. Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, Chromatica's Chromatica Impact. invented this, no. right.
2: I, okay, so I am <laughs> obsessed with this route that Beyonce's going. hmm And I know that people were, like, dragging it. They're like, oh, it's so simple. It's so big. Mm-mm. I'm obsessed with this because... One, I love house music. Yep. We all know this. We all know. This it. is classic start of house music. Mm-hmm. And what I love about it, too, is the people who were saying "Beyonce," like they're like, "Oh, I wish she would just be more fun." and like, blah, blah, blah." I always felt was very dismissive in the past two albums because mm-hmm. the message was so empowering, yeah, and owning her culture and really showcasing all of that. This is doing the same thing, and I don't think a lot of people know the roots of house music Mm. and Mm -hmm. this is classic that like Chicago, New York underground house music scene, like house music is black music. And I don't think people know that. Right. But yeah, I don't know. I just, I love what she's doing.
1: Yeah. My ultimate dream for this album would honestly be almost like a full exploration of the pioneers of house music and references to all of the iconic producers vocalists Mm -hmm. Um, and this is like just the beginning and touching on maybe one of the more obvious or like mainstream biggest hits of that particular time but it would be so cool if it incorporated even more names from that era and again yeah sort of like how the Lion King brought in so many African artists and creatives for this to be like an uplifting of the house pioneers mm-hmm. would be fucking amazing. That would be so cool. So I'm wondering, because I do wish that we got, of course it'll happen once we hit upload. I would love more of a statement or a mission statement, whatever about like what this is going to be. Cause we still have no idea. I would love to know like what Renaissance means or what it's going to be. But I think this is very cool so far as far as acknowledging the roots of house And so I also think it'd be cool if she goes
2: disco to start Mm -hmm. and then it almost hits like the death of disco, like that era Mm -hmm. when, cause I have like done a lot of research into like this era and the whole death to disco, disco sucks, which is so bizarre to me. Yeah. She could start with that and then it switches into early house and then kind of ends Mm. in something new. I don't know. Yeah. But like, I'm curious to see how much sampling is done on here. I feel like there could be really cool yeah. stuff that she does with samples.
1: Yeah. It could almost be like from disco to disco sucks backlash to house early to, house to modern, like queer house. Like, because yeah. there are a lot of rumblings online that Kate Tronada might be involved, Honey Dijon. And that would be like very like modern, modern. queer, modern like, EDM club. House, yes. So I feel like that could be a cool evolution. Yeah. Truly renaissance. I feel like that actually That's would make a lot of sense. We'll see. Because I, don't I like... love
2: my EDM kings. Uh huh. But they would not be like, we would not have Kaigo. Right. If it was not for this house movement mm-hmm. from the late 80s. Like, right. We stand our kings and our electronic music. <laughs> right.
1: But this for sure. is the like start. Like, reclamation, mm-hmm. which I really appreciate. So I am looking forward to seeing what the full body of work stands for.
2: Beyonce featuring the Chainsmokers, track 16. <laughs> Stop it. No, I'm kidding. No. I'm kidding. The true like, pioneer. I
1: would like stand. Yes. yes. Um. <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited because I do feel like, as you said, like that would fit the exact mission statement of Beyonce certainly mm-hmm. in the past decade while also still being... Mainstream. Mainstream. Like it would fly over people's a lot of people's heads, but Yeah, I do think there's an element of also that I do want her to have fun in the sense of like she has shouldered some significantly complex themes in the past, I mean, in the past decade of from everything from racism and sexism to being culturally very significant as far as uplifting all these voices and things like that. And to have come from pop and not had it been so culturally... Like, she shoulders so much of that then, like, back in Desi's Child. I think it's cool to have sort of a return to, like, the club sounds. Like, B-Day, even. We're all gonna have fun! <laughs> like, it actually, for a second, I thought of Get Me Bodied Extended. Ooh. When she's like, snaps for the kids and things mm-hmm. like that. Like, it kind of reminds me of that a little bit. And, yeah, we'll see how, like, queer she gets also. I mean, this did come during Pride. But it would be interesting to see.
2: It is her first time, kind of going queer, yeah. Well, like leaning into it. I think.
1: I think it's always been queer for sure, but I don't. But
2: this is like, I feel like a direct.
1: Yeah, yeah. We'll see. Especially because of the rumored collaborators, I do think there's it's going to maybe be even more so, which obviously we welcome with open arms. You got to be careful with that because the LGBTs have found the song, and uh, we're already getting some some memes that remind me why I'm happy that uh, June is nearly over (laughs) (laughs) because almost as soon as the title break my soul was announced
2: yep that was fighting for gay rights (laughs) and Mm -hmm. people were killed
1: yeah holes break my hole were filled holes were broken and filled (laughs) there's already like videos of gays did you see the one of the like uh oh I don't want to drag too much but like the five gays in a in a line dancing to it.
2: No, I did not see that one.
1: Wait. Cuz I feel like this is really going to be right up your alley. Uh. <laughs> Might have been taken down already.
2: Someone saved it. Nothing on the internet ever goes away.
1: Yeah, they deleted. All right. Well, it was just a row of like white gays dancing to it. But there it's the funniest part of it is they're just like yeah, I break mass. like they're they're dancing to a very they're singing along very poorly. That's like the funniness <laughs> Me. of Me? <it>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Chromatica's impact. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm giving it one more attempt by searching gays dancing to break my soul.
2: I really liked Louis Peitzman's tweet where he said, Tomorrow a white gay man with abs will tweet that break my soul is overrated and he's never gotten the appeal of Beyonce anyway. There will be 700 <laughs> quote tweets dragging him. He will post the thirst trap and end the day with twice as many followers as he started with. (laughs) It's funny because it's true.
1: Yeah, wow. So that's what we've got. Renaissance out July 29th. -hmm. Break my soul out now.
2: Also, speaking of breaking holes, um, do people understand that on Twitter, when you like a tweet, people can see that you've liked a tweet and then it will populate into other people's feeds? So to the people that are liking the alts of like break my hole with gaping assholes. Uh Like I see this in my feed. So I was, (laughs) do you see that too though? I mean, when it's like so-and-so liked so-and-so liked, so-and-so liked. And it's just like literally someone writing break my hole and it's just a hole. And I'm like, sir, it's Tuesday. Yep. At 10 in the morning.
1: Well, uh, some of you need to, uh, go on private with your alts. Yes. Um, yeah. We can't control the gays. We've tried. No. It's, it's (laughs) far too late. And yeah, now that they've got break my hole, it's, it's far too late (laughs) too, but that's okay. I also loved that tweet that said,
2: am I a Beyonce fan? You won't break my hole. What? (laughs) What? What? (laughs)
1: <laughs> and that is from at forever underscore jason yeah we've already we've got a meme already and we've got everyone quitting their job memes mm-hmm. and then we still have this music video to come there were rumors flying around that it would be like star studded i mm-hmm. saw some early tweets i saw some tweets that it would be a recreation of the video for show me love Ooh, i would love that yeah we'll have to see I imagine it won't be too far. Simpler times. Much simpler times. Put up
2: a colorful backdrop and call it a day. Yeah. Film it in SD. Yeah. With some VHS grain. That would be good, honestly. I would love that. I still, my hot take is that everything was better in SD.
1: Yeah, we don't need to see the details. No. No. Give a little mystery, mm-hmm. a little smoothing.
2: Yep. Housewives was better. <laughs> In SD. That is a hot take that I stand by because now the confessionals look so fake. And to me, that's distracting. Yeah, they look insane. Yeah. Yeah. Two 4K. <laughs> we need to go back to 480p, Housewives. <laughs> that is my hot take. I like this take. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Imagine when they're in 8K.
1: That's like smell-o-vision, right? Yeah.
2: <laughs> the wine's literally going to be hitting you in the face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're going to see every stain.
1: Oh, no. Every pore. And that's why you're getting a divorce.
2: <laughs> wasn't Christina Aguilera supposed to be in that um, movie that had the 4D experience or something? For- Evita? Where am I getting this from? Evita? Yeah. Wasn't really? she supposed to be in like Avita and 4D? What? I swear this was supposed to be a thing.
1: Evita and 4D? Oh, you're not lying. 2014. Okay, so
2: somewhere in the brain, she was clicking. She's
1: there. Reportedly, Aguilera will perform the legendary Don't Cry For Me Argentina mm-hmm. uh, in the new Broadway-themed film experience called Broadway 4D. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> wow. Look at that. Can you imagine Dug that one out of the her <laughs> standing over the balcony and like the, the 3D tits in your face yes. while she's singing Don't Cry? Where With, like, did that breeze. go? Wow. Just get like a whiff of a cheeseburger. Oh, this is how Christina would have looked as Evita in Broadway 4D. The girl is Xtina's double for the dance scenes. Interesting. See, look at that. Wow. Wow, we've learned so Talk much. Talk about a renaissance. Talk about a renaissance.
2: <laughs> oh,
1: well. Don't cry for me, Legendina. Kelly <laughs> Speaking of Kelly Rowland, the true gay icon. Yes, thank the you. The second lead vocalist. Thank you That's for recalling joke. this. Yes. Um,
2: Again, another fire tweet from you. Which, by the way,
1: <laughs> I've been tweeting pure
2: fire. First of all, shout out to Brad's Twitter <laughs> viral Stacy Arico tank top. True. Which, by the way, you are now wearing a Tony Braxton one. I am. This is a sleigh as thank well.
1: You. Thank you.
2: Your write-up on MewMews.com about Break My Soul. (laughs) This promo. Thank you.
1: And now the legend as a lifelong Roland Mm -hmm. Stone.
2: Another hit tweet from MewMews. Another hit
1: tweet, but also I have a bone to pick about this one. Oh. (laughs) First of all, it, it was not missed on me that when this came out, I was like, oh, fellow child of destiny, Kelly Rowland, sister, just did granted she's always done dance always but she just did her own early 90s moment with amorphous and cc pendistons finally she did that last year around the exact same time fried but she's late right it was like july 1st and we were like wait you missed it by a week
0: yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) um but excellent song amazing live performance and i tweeted the live performance and i was just like hey remember um kelly just did this one a year ago and michelle you're up next like complete the trifecta please i mean say yes featuring i don't know i don't know someone put Um,
2: we break the dawn over a house beat yes everyone's like pointing at me they're like you do it
1: right you could just do it (laughs) um but okay this this tweet about the kelly song has over eighteen thousand likes at this point (gasps) Oh, Rita or a who? But literally, I could release my new song (laughs) because of this. But my thing is, like, why is it always a coulda, woulda, shoulda tweet that does numbers about... It's the same as gays let sparks flop. Oh. It's like, why do you all go so hard for the, you know, coulda, woulda, shoulda moments in pop culture and not when it's actually here? Why, you know the song itself should have 18K likes from when it came out. Mm-hmm. But it's always if like...
2: Everyone would look back at everything we've been saying and praying and
1: preaching and saying and praying. It's like it's always the I knew about it, but you didn't kind of vibe to be like, yeah, why didn't that one go viral too? Like, you ripping up the tweet. I don't want it. <laughs> it's tainted. <laughs> out of my house.
2: You should have streamed Sparks back in 2015 when I told you so.
1: <laughs> Literally. There's just something so funny Twitter without a doubt always goes hard for like this should have been a hit kind of tweets but yeah, not we know but not when it's actually out it's crickets when the song's there and then a year later everyone's like yeah stand them when they come out you bastards <laughs> but thanks for the for the tweet love that's just a shout out to Kelly Rowland which mm-hmm. you know there could never be enough and truly she has been on the EDM scene Since Commander... Ahead of her time. Like, oh God, forever though, really, yeah. But that was specifically like early 90s. I was like, oh, she literally just... And I don't mean it in a copying way. I'm just like, amazing. Our Destiny's Child Queens are doing this thing. Literally, Michelle Williams get in the studio. But anyway. Love
2: a house piano.
1: love a house piano. I think we've probably renaissanced our... All the songs we could songs. Yes. So... Why not move on to the other uh, goat?
2: Another high fashion for the week.
1: Another legend. Also in Vogue. Yes. Vogue Czechoslovakia. Czechoslovakia, Which we're always reading around here. Mm -hmm. That's one of our favorite subscriptions. Julia Fox. Julia Fox, everyone. Vogue Czechoslovakia. Yeah.
2: Wearing herself a Polaroid moment. Yes. With video... She has posted this on her Instagram if
1: you want to look at the whole shoot. She didn't know it was a cover shoot until she was told. Oh. So that's what she said in the caption. She didn't even know it was a cover. Well. Just casual icon mm-hmm. showing up for a photo shoot. Now Julia Fox is operating at a higher frequency than all of us. Yes. And it's going to She's take, on a new vibration. She's on a new vibration. As would Found say. a new foundation. And it's in Vogue, Czechoslovakia. She simply is. She's doing whatever she wants to do. She is finding new ways to apply makeup. She is wearing the year 3000 couture, and I'm obsessed with it.
2: Tits out? Yeah. Okay? Tits
1: out? <laughs> I'm just obsessed with her latest moves. This photo shoot is no exception. Yeah, she wore the Polaroid outfit, which is a reference. It is. Um, and also Simone wore that in her opening look um, season 13. We love a high fashion photo shoot, don't we? The best part
2: about this, though, mm. is in the video as yeah. she's holding all <laughs> the Polaroids. Yeah, the videographer says, "Who are you wearing?" Myself.
1: She doesn't. She doesn't miss reference. She said, "Yeah." Funny story. I had no idea I was shooting the cover until we wrapped, and I was my on my way out when Yael. Asked me, how do you feel that you just shot your first cover of Vogue? My heart skipped a beat. I genuinely had no idea. I thought it was just a spread. Honestly, I'm so happy to be in Vogue at all. I didn't care.
2: (laughs) A little. Maybe. (laughs) Thank
1: you to my fans and haters. Because without (laughs) you guys, this wouldn't be possible. I also really love the looking camp right in the eye photo with the mirror. It's also very Madonna She knows exactly what she's doing. Yes, she does. She does. I'm excited to get into. So I only. The Julia like, Sants. I only. Fox Sants. Fox Sants. I do need to dive into anything she's actually done because I haven't. I haven't watched Uncut Gems. I haven't done the actual Julia Fox deep dive. I've been told well, it's actually good and so that I would stand even more. But I would, you know, I'm assuming that this whole Julia Fox, Sants. It's going to lead to a lot of like movies and TV coming up. Hopefully an album. Hopefully an album, most of all. A nineties house album. Listen. Look. I would not say no. No. When Jesus says yes. When Julia says yes, no. I would
2: can. love for every single Queen of Pops to do yeah. a house album. Basically
1: that. But I need to do the deep dive and actually like unironically stand her work. Because I hear it's actually good too. So gonna figure that out. Put that on my watch list. Yeah. Well, I think we would, it would be remiss not to mention as we championed her, champion her for so long, every queen of pop uh, makes a misstep now and then. Yep. <sighs> Maybe this could be a teaching lesson or a, a what not to do. Because mm-hmm. the quote tweets... It was bad for her. <laughs> it was really bad for her. Former Fifth Harmony member Normani... Motivation, Chanteuse. Did a little collab with... A man. A man named Chris Brown. Yeah. Yeah. Not great. No. The quote tweets really took the cake. Eight. Ate. Ate <laughs> her right up. <laughs> not great. Not great. Choices. Choices were made. And we, we hate to see her not win, but this just didn't go over well. No. Very notably, on on the internet, on Beyonce's internet, we're gonna hope with the, this. Just we just keep it moving with a solo single, real, yeah. real quick. Sometimes we get lost in the sauce of a label mate collab, right? They're both RCA. So. Oh yeah, that's right. So sometimes these things happen. <sighs> well, um, <clears throat> it was a very uh, we're all rooting for you moment on Twitter.
2: Yeah, it really is. That. Yeah. Someone who's... All right. <laughs> oh, witch, speaking uh, of... She's not a witch, but... Oh. <laughs> wow, something I said. <laughs> I have some Wendy tea... Oh. ...that I'm going to be spilling in the after show. Okay. Which is a new which thing. Which I have not heard. No, I... Had... Live See, reaction. This is, I was like, I'm not even putting this in text form.
1: Okay. This is on the LO after show, the new... I almost said interactive, but it's not <laughs> the new, new 4D, experience. 4D experience. 4D experience featuring
2: Christina Aguilera, Mewmews, yes. and T. Kyle performing live.
1: live from the balcony in Hell's Kitchen. Don't cry for me, Hell's Kitchen Tina. Yes. Shout out to all of our
2: supporters over on Patreon.com/slash Legends Only. Yes, this podcast is independently supported by you, the listeners. That's right. And so every week we are doing an after show where we discuss things after, after the, the show. show over on com slash Legends Only. So yeah, which by the way, thank you to everyone for supporting us, especially like now. I feel like it's, I don't know, it just like really means a lot,
1: you know? Oh, absolutely. We're... In a recession.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, like, the fact that someone's like, I'm going to give you money Mm -hmm. because I like your podcast is, you know, it means.
1: It does. Mm -hmm. It does. Absolutely. Yeah. We're independent and we uh, don't have ads.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, not like, yeah, we have a lot of ads, but not really, like. What we, ads? we like we promote a lot.
1: Oh, but they're all they're not paying us. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they're not paying us for anything. Yeah. Truly. Shout out to Truly. <laughs> I mean you single handedly. You fund them. Oh. Well, call it out. Yep. Anyway. Anyway.
2: Patreon.com slash legends only. Last week's episode, by the way, mm. I was getting emotional this week because a lot of people were responding to your story about Kylie Minogue mm-hmm. on last week's after show. Yeah. You know,
1: Mew's had a week. I had a week. I'm still yeah. recovering, to be honest.
2: Um, Mew stands. Yeah. But that's in last week's after show. Moving on.
1: Moving on to right. uh, uh, somebody else who is having a big week is somebody who I'm just going to let somebody else introduce right now.
0: Extra special guest judge, Tuve Lu.
1: Yes, Uh, uh Tuvalu, introduced by Rupol.: Over on the
2: Fryaking Ranch. Yes. Rayanch. Ranch N- Hay.
1: Now, for the reference, for the, for the record, this is actually something we have talked about, that Americans say Tovlo, even if it's Tuvalu, and she herself has said it in this little clip here. You can hear how it's actually pronounced by her herself, Tuvalu. And I think like I think RuPaul I say is it wrong in an Tavlo. Right. You just came up with a fourth way to say it, which is, is it? unique. The the like Americanized version is Tovlo. Tovlo. But like she's saying tuvlu. Why tov-lu. do I say
2: Tavlo? There's no A. I'm a
1: fucking. I think idiot. it's because it's like how you say like m- Mario. Mario. Mario? Mario. Well, no, I guess not. I don't know. You just say things. It's weird. I say
2: Mario. But then I say Mario Kart.
1: Right. That, yes, that's what I was thinking of because I was like, he says Mario sometimes. Whatever. Anyway, Tuvalu, Tuve Lu, It's very Raven Symone.
2: <laughs>
1: Tanasha. Tanasha. Yes. Tuvalu has a album coming out called Dirt Femme. We did an album announcement. We've got a new song out. And we've got a track list that is very exciting. Two, not one, but two features from the legend, rising legend, S.G. Lewis. I mean, that is extremely exciting. Uh, Victoria Monet, Dua Lipa, his album. Very exciting stuff. We love S.G. I love the art. Yes. The cover art. She's giving Scorpion vibes. Mm -hmm. And I believe, I want to make sure that's that I'm not making this up Scorpio so she's she's giving you Scorpio oh,
2: her horoscope Her
1: horoscope hmm wow yes also I would love if yeah I feel like she should take a stand about her name because I feel like it is awkward now to be like knowingly saying her name wrong because it's like
2: it reminds me it's of when not my name Teresa was like Teresa Judice, oh. and then randomly out of nowhere, she was like Judice. Judice, right. But
1: then she switched it back. That's a different case. That's yeah. uh, ah. maybe she was trying to avoid court time. I that. said,
2: Melissa. Yeah. I don't like sprinkle cookies,
1: <laughs>
2: throw them in the garbage.
1: In any case, we do have a lot coming. There's also a new song drop, which actually features probably some of her best vocals. It's more of a strip stripped down like stripped stripped, Tina uh it's called true romance and it's pretty much just all vocals and yeah she's got a new era incoming in October we've got some time but she said something about it that I thought was interesting um she released the song and she said dirt femme is about me and my relationship with my femininity when I started out as a writer I used my I used to view my feminine traits as weak and would enhance my masculine traits to get ahead in life. I feel a big energy shift in my environment since then, and this album reflects the various ways my feminine side has both helped and hurt me. I'm a pansexual woman married to a straight man. I believe masculine and feminine lives on a spectrum in all humans.
2: Tits out, okay? (laughs) Tits out.
1: Yeah. So. We stand. we We stand. Always under pressure. Very excited. Some exciting titles on this album include Attention Horror featuring Channel Trace. Julia Fox. Which also no, no, is very exciting. Kidding, joke.
2: <laughs> that would be the dream. That's, it would be, yes. Uh, that would be her first single title. I would love it.
1: Also, Pineapple Slice sounds like a good one with S.G. Lewis. Oh. Mm-hmm. Also, Teresa Judice inspired If you know, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So we're excited to hear this new album coming out October 14th. On her own label, Pretty Swede Records. Oh, oh, get it? Got it. It's pretty sweet. Pretty sweet, you if you ask I'm me. Saying. Well, speaking of girls who've gone off their labels. Yes. Good segue into somebody who went from Atlantic Records to the metaverse mm-hmm. with a Roblox concert. Yes. You used Ava's to know Impact. her. Yes. Yes. Once again. And I hate to say it, but. Really following in the footsteps of Miss Max Mm -hmm. once again.
2: I, last night at the event that I was at, explained the Ava Max Roblox concert to someone. That must
1: have not gone over well. No, it went over really well. And
2: I was explaining how they pushed her into the lava. Yes. And I was just like, I can't believe I'm doing this right now. (laughs) But it was very entertaining for me. You can
1: catch yourself describing Ava Max being Mm -hmm. pushed into lava. Yep. At any dinner party. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, in this case... Uh, Charlie was not pushed into lava No She was frozen She was frozen Yes And a giant Samsung phone Did come down And crush thousands of attendees
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay yeah So Charlie XCX Did a Roblox concert She did But her Roblox person Was like not a Roblox person It was like A 50 foot tall
1: Sim woman Yeah 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 it was very attack Of the 50 foot woman (laughs) <laughs> literally uh, just stomping on everyone mm-hmm. I didn't hear like the actual concert because I think they set it to the studio versions of her songs on, t- on TikTok they did yeah but in most of the servers her
2: Roblox person crashed <laughs> pun intended and oh, yeah. was just frozen in a like T-shape oh yeah so now there's memes of like the crucifix <laughs> and the character was just completely Jesus frozen Jesus XCX in a T-bone shape. That's like a T-bone, right? Yeah. Like a T. A T. Just, it didn't move. Yeah. And it was completely frozen while you used to know me was playing. Uh-huh. And then in other servers, she crashed and was, like, below, like, in the stage, like, twitching and, like, <laughs> glitching out. Yeah. It was so bad and <laughs> glitchy. Yeah.
1: If you catch any of these clips on TikTok, <laughs> it is really giving you, like, ancient GameCube. Yeah. Just <laughs> floppery. I don't totally know like what what they're supposed to do. To be honest, like I don't even actually know.
2: She was doing the "Used to Know Me" choreo. I think. Oh,
1: it was very simple. Yeah, but she
2: crashed the servers. <laughs> yeah.
1: She flies forward and does a Jesus on the cross. Yeah, and then slowly a giant Samsung phone <laughs> gets lowered onto the mm-hmm. entire crowd. Just
2: crushes all the little crushes Lego all the people. little people. Yeah. Roblox videos are so
1: funny. They really are. I don't feel like... It's like,
2: like little Legos just being like,
0: yes, Yeah, yes, girl, I don't feel like the, the technology cereal, or the
1: graphics have evolved at all <laughs> since the first Sims. It's like the same shit. Mm-hmm. Which is same. what makes it so funny because it's so like people funny.
2: mod it. So there's like wigs <laughs> and like ponytails and like little skirts. Oh my God. Why is it so funny? It's, it's so like funny. like Habbo Hotel. Do you remember that?
1: Oh yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: The metaverse is not new, by the way.
1: No. No, it's not. Speaking of TikTok and things that are not new, actually. Oh. Good good segue again. Is it time for a little... TikTok TikTok. talk. We were already pretty much talking about it. But Mm. now we're going to talk about a legend who has conquered social media. And the charts. And her label didn't even force her. Nope. Kate Bush. Now... We've been doing the, we've been tracking this for the past few weeks and wondering if this would happen, and indeed it did, and maybe fingers crossed in America, but Kate Bush is officially number one on the UK official singles chart, and number four at least, pre-Drake in the US Hot 100, literally breaking several records, including, this is very impressive, three-time record breaker. For this feat of running up that hill, a deal with God going to number one, she now becomes the oldest female artist ever to score a number one on the official singles chart, replacing Cher, who was 52, when Believe went number one. She's got the longest time taken for a song to go number one is 37 years. And then the longest ever gap between number ones. Her last number one was 44 years ago.
0: Which is difficult to get. Not everybody has that.
1: It's incredible.
0: We youngins paid homage to the legends for their great contributions.
1: Granted, do I think Cher is going to like eventually snatch that back? Probably, yes. Probably. But pretty legendary, if you ask me. And she actually just did a BBC Sounds Super Rare broadcast interview mm-hmm. this week. It was super gracious and sweet. It was so sweet. She's so cute. She's just overwhelmed. And as we found out, she's been watching Stranger Things from the beginning, so she was already down for yeah. the collab.
2: and was involved in the placement.
0: Yes. Like
1: she said they showed it to her, and she yeah. loved it. She and... said she liked that essentially the song was like a talisman for the character Max and was a seen as a positive thing. She thought that was really lovely. Yeah, it was such a sweet little catch-up. You can tell she's not like checking up on the socials and knows the nuances of the memes and stuff but she loves her new generation of listeners she's just super grateful for all of it so everyone who's like gatekeeping her can shut the fuck up because <laughs> she's like no i love it yeah <laughs> it's so cool it is super sweet and yeah who knows what will come from this i'm super interested to know if they'll like do some sort of reissues or i mean i don't think new music is on the horizon but who knows you never know these things when they spark a renaissance, what could happen? Oh. You know, you never know. You never know. But they also used a cool version of it in this season four part two trailer for Stranger Things. It's used again, and it's a very cool, echoey kind of mix of it. It's very cool. I have a mix of this that I want to shout out. Ooh. Not a
2: remix, but a re. What would you. This is like a. Remake? Yeah, a remake of Running Up That Hill that came out in 2021, mm-hmm. the end of last year. And I was like, oh, I, because I heard the song and I was like, wait, I, I feel like I know this from something. This is EDM, it's electronic. It's by Enema featuring Meg Myers. Wait, en- enema? Yeah.
1: Like Enema?
2: No, like A N Y M A. Enema.
1: An- wow. Tuve Lu. Anima. Yeah. Enema. Enema. Anyma.
2: Yeah, called "Running," featuring uh-huh. Meg Myers. Very good, but was ahead of like the curve of this obviously taking off. But it's just a cool remixed, remastered, still iconic. Yeah,
1: the Meg Myers cover of it is good. I yeah, that's a really good cover. Yeah. Um. So throw that on your playlist. Yeah, put that in your pipe and smoke it. I wonder if I could play just a bit of what they did to the song at the beginning of this trailer.
2: They need to put this out. Yeah. Death. It's very like. Yeah. Buta bum, buta bum, buta bum. Love it. Running and running and running and running. Absolutely. But, um, I make a deal with God, with God, with God, with God, with God. That's
0: exactly how yeah. it is.
2: But, um,
1: now, the next. Any, anyway, the next person's making a deal with Shirzi. Um, <laughs> deal with the devil. Deal with okay. the devil. Um, who I will be discussing in a moment. But first of all, Carmeets. Carmeet of the legendary Pussycat Dolls is doing it for all the girls, performing at Albany Pride, doing her solo rendition of React. And it's on TikTok. You can With watch live vocals, live vocals, giving it her all. Bittersweet as fuck, though, just to watch, like, oh, this was the reunion tour. One, one fifth of it, one sixth yeah. of it. Yeah. Yeah. We got a little PCD reunion action at Albany Pride. I'm sure she's going to get hit with a cease and desist.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: From Do you Scherzi. understand what I'm saying? Do you understand yes. what I'm suing? <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well, speaking of Jersey, there is a brand new flip. I did a post about this because I was mad because <laughs> I... This is wild. This is wild. There is... A mystery troupe Let me tell you something about a mystery troupe I'm tired of this shit Elusive I don't like a mystery troupe I think it was like a thing in like 2014 Of like mystery producers and stuff like that Or like Niall Stroberg Yeah Yes Where it's just like Okay I don't I don't care Just tell me who it is It's somebody with money Because it's <laughs> It it's, always is It always is Anyway, this mystery troupe of producers and DJs called Rain Radio actually went top 10 last year. And we didn't talk about this song, which I don't know why it uh, went under our radar, but they actually sampled Nelly Furtado's Big Hoops, Bigger the Better, in a song called Talk About last year, which went top 10 in the UK. And they're back this week with a new song called He Goes Down, And I got the press release for it and I saw like a man and I saw an arcade cover art and I like was about to click out because I don't, when I see a man in a press release, I click out and then I saw the word Nicole Scherzinger and I was like, what? (laughs) It is a sample of Nicole Scherzinger's right there. 2011 killer love single. Yeah. It flips the song. It turns it into a banger
2: Well, it was before. It
1: was before, but now it's a club bop, and it's great. I don't know who it is. I'm mad about it. It's not me. It's not you. I wish it was. I do wonder if it's an F word, because, I mean, to take Nelly Furtado's bigger, the better, and then... (laughs) Literally. (laughs) It does make you wonder. Who is
0: having that conversation?
1: Who is having that conversation? We We don't know yet who's who's the identity of rain radio let's talk about the f-word though whoever it is did a good job yeah so get into uh this new music here get into he goes down add it to your running playlist or your dancing playlist it's good for that they they chipmunk her voice but it's fine because you know what all the kids are doing that they are the sped up remix somebody commented like oh why did they do that to her voice i'm like
2: well to avoid the uh, copyrights, probably that's how you do it.
1: And also, look at Nelly's say it right. Look at Demi's "Cool for the Summer." They pitched it up. They did it so much that they the label put out the sped up versions of those mm-hmm. songs. I'm so sorry, but the kids are doing this right now. They are. They are. So transposing is what it's called in Logic Pro. Yeah, put that pitch up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Semi-tones. Semitones. Pitch up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know who doesn't need a transpose to have a hit? Inna. Yep. <laughs> Our faithful Romanian queen of pop is back with the banger of the week because she puts out one a week.
2: She really does. She literally 8, does. 8,000 songs a year. 8,000
1: songs. And you don't hear her complaining. In fact, you no. see her on a treadmill with a glass of wine and heels. Is Inna on TikTok? I think so. Oh. She she's everywhere. Yeah. she's everywhere. She does like vlogs. She does YouTube. She's on Instagram being model gorgeous and recording five thousand Like she truly is what we would be if we were queens of pop. Yeah. Like. She lives the life. She puts out five thousand songs a week. She got a new one called Magical Love. It's magical. We love. <laughs> <laughs>
2: we love. Snap. <It's> nice.
1: <laughs> she doesn't miss. She doesn't no. miss. What a fucking legend. So we've got that. Um, I would also like to give a shout out to Abisha, who is a rising UK talent. Who does right now? She's doing a lot of UK garage inspired music. There's a song called Say Wherever bop very you know if you're into I guess like maybe like a KDB moment this would be for you love that and oh yes we also have some of a man that we do tolerate
2: yes I do have a a man song here (laughs) you have a a man's song Joel Corey remixed. don't forget my love Mm
1: -hmm. Diplo and Miguel yeah bop Joel Corey kind of kind of smacks every time I know right yeah it's oh. like he's hot. He's hot. He is
2: hot. And yeah. a man.
1: Yeah. These things happen. They slip through the cracks sometimes. Yeah. They do.
2: Speaking of hot and a man, I'll also tell you a story. Oh. From last night. Oh. We'll save it for the after show, too. Okay. I'm going to show you a photo, too. It's, it's really embarrassing for me. The flavor. But, uh, well, put a pin on that. Okay. But, yeah, any, oh, also knew who I want to shout out before we wrap this up. Know who put out a new album this week? Uh, We're gonna wear pink every no day. No way, did Brandon in the Clubs put out an album this week. And you know what? I have to say uh, the album is called Sparkle. Yep. I have to give it up to Brandon in the Clubs uh, for the TikTok effort. Yeah. The dedication, the costumes, the sparkles, the bathing suits, the pool. Mm-hmm. I am fascinated by the what's the word that I'm looking for here? The,
1: the effort. Yes. Yeah. Shout out to Brandon in the clubs. Mm-hmm.
2: It like brings me so much joy. I don't know how to explain it.
1: That's his goal. It's like, hey, clubbers!
2: My new album Sparkle is out now. Hope you stream. Like that's gonna be I almost your first kind vocal. Of want that to be like me. Like.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think it's gonna be your first guest vocal. To be honest, I on hey. one to your productions. Yeah. I love that. Oh. <sighs> wow. Gay well, rights. we have some things we, we do need to discuss in this after show. So uh, why don't we uh, head over to the Interior Illusions Lounge yes. and uh, get to talking. Thank but, you everyone. Thank for... you everyone for joining us for our renaissance. Mm-hmm.
2: You made it this far. Uh-huh. You made it through the three hours of episodes from last week. Yeah. Or whenever it was that we did it. I don't even know what day it is today. And Beyonce
1: or Parkwood Entertainment if you're listening. Let's let's also get like uh, Niall Rogers on the production. Let's get some <gasps> Grace Jones Ooh. references. Let's go some deep disco. Let's know while you're listening if you've got time to add it to the renaissance acts
2: speaking of now rogers mm. uh, telepathy snagular. speaking of, yeah why don't we get I got that right the didn't track. i yeah Let's look at th- the fighter jumped out this episode she did. i don't want to hear it from any she did any not jump fighters. out the avita
1: balcony but she, no. she's here that's right all right everyone we'll, we'll catch you on the we'll talk about her a little bit hello after show couch yeah see you there
2: see you after
1: the show yeah Until next time.
2: Stream Sparkle. Stream
1: Sparkle. (laughs) Also not me. And we will see you
0: soon.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs)